This episode is brought to you by Black by Blue Brave. Wondering where to buy watches in Singapore? Over here at Black by Blue Brave, a prominent Singaporean fashion brand renowned for its professional watches, you can find a wide variety of watches for women and men. They strive to produce the best quality and unique designs that break traditional timepiece aesthetics. Recently, they've introduced its latest creation, the Malayan Collection. This new collection comes in three different colors. Malayan Gold with multi-colored essence, Malayan Silver with blue essence, and Malayan Silver with red essence. Being a Singaporean brand, the Malayan Collection highlights key aspects of Singapore into a traditional watch. It features the iconic Malayan Park on the dial along with the map of Singapore embossed into the hour sub dial that vibrantly emanates personality. The second-hand sub-dial is uniquely designed and inspired by the Singapore Flyer, rotating in a way that is similar to the famed Ferris wheel. The design philosophy of this watch celebrates and honours Black by Blue Brave's local identity and serves as a memoir of what it means to be uniquely Singaporean. So what are you waiting for? You can go to www.blankbybluebrave.com and get yours now with Mother's Day specials available too. Don't forget to key in promo code REGACY so that you can enjoy 10% off too. So happy shopping! Before we start the whole podcast running, let me ask you guys a quick question. Are you interested in growing your business but struggling to succeed due to an ocean of competition? If so, you're not alone. High quality products and services, a smart pricing strategy and effective marketing are just the basics. The most successful entrepreneurs have a few extra tricks that separate their business from the rest of the pack. Well. Hi everyone, my name is Rayson Chu. Today we have invited an extraordinary entrepreneur who's going to talk a lot about how you can stand out from your competition and also at the same time win in that whole ocean of competition. And also at the same time, this extraordinary entrepreneur is really amazing because this entrepreneur. Her name is Millie Liang and Millie is an award-winning business mentor for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. She has more than a decade of experience as a successful entrepreneur and has trained more than 40,000 plus entrepreneurs worldwide. Using her signature approach, clients have achieved results anywhere from booking their first clients to generating $5,000 in a day and $58,000 in sales in one month and $255,000 US dollars in sales in five plus weeks. She is a recipient of seven international awards, including the year 2022 Women of Influence Top 50 Most Influential Women of the Year by Success Magazine. And she is also seen on CBS, ABC, Titan, Travel Weekly, and many more. So without further ado, let's welcome this amazing lady into the podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Yay. 
<laughs> thank you. Welcome, Rayson. Thank you so much for the kind and awesome introduction. I am so excited to be on your awesome show. Wow, thank you so much. Um, it's really my honor and pleasure to have you here as well. And as you can see, we already have our audience that's watching, which is my brother from another mother, Kenneth Chu, in the house as well. Hello, wow. Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> hello, so hello. Great to have you. Yeah. Well, well, um, how have you been, Millie? It's it's been a while. We've been uh, you know, back and forth on Facebook Messenger and finally we got you on the podcast. How have you been? I've been awesome, really, really good. Um spending a lot of time um doing things that I absolutely love, serving amazing clients. And also as the summer break come up, I'm sure I mean like a lot of parents would know that. Um, it's also summer break time. I'm taking my kids on vacation soon, so I'm very excited for everything that is about to happen um, this summer okay. and the rest of the year to come. Ah, nice. And I understand you are actually based in Taiwan, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, now I'm based in Taiwan. Although this is the fifth country I've lived in. I was born in oh. Hong Kong. Yeah, I was born okay. in Hong Kong, so I speak Cantonese. Hello, all my Cantonese friends. <laughs> so I also <laughs> um, grew up in Canada. I worked in the U.S. I started my first business in Singapore, and now I'm in Taiwan. So very much a international citizen. Oh yeah, very international, uh, <laughs> very international. And and wow, so wow, okay, interesting. And you said you were actually born in Hong Kong, right? So um, what what made you actually want to leave Hong Kong? Oh um, well, it's the politics, I guess. Back then, it wasn't <laughs> strictly my decision, it was my parents' decision because I immigrated I from Hong Kong to Canada at a young age. As you probably know, you know, issues back then, just transitioning, let's just say transitioning. Um, so I, uh, my whole family moved to Canada when I was a kid. Oh, I see. Okay, so Millie, I understand that, you know, besides Kenneth and a few other people that are tuning in right now, I'm pretty sure there are some of them that want to know you a bit more better. So can you share with the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? So yeah, thank you for the question. I'm a business coach and client attraction strategist. I help purpose-driven heart center and um, coaches, consultants, and surface-based experts who want to use the knowledge to impact the world. And I help them to attract and land soul-aligned clients online without um, big audience, without fancy funnel, without website, and without using any paid ads. And the way I do oh. it is through my signature approach, which I help them to nail the niche, really position themselves online as an expert, as well as crafting the irresistible offer and crafting content that are highly converting, captivating, so that they can attract those amazing, ready to buy and committed clients to their DM so that they can make effortless, mm -hmm. authentic sales that feel really good. Oh, nice. And and you know what? Just for those of you who are tuning in just now, before we actually started the whole podcast, Millie was telling me that she has something which is a gift for all of you. And you have to stay tuned for the rest of the podcast to actually uh, get it. So can you tell us uh, what, what is that, that thing that you want to want to give? Oh, okay. So, no, should I say that? <laughs> okay, I'm going to okay. give out an amazing guy that helps um, your audience to land clients, three clients this week without using any pay ads. That's number one. Wow. And another thing is if you guys want to go more in-depth, 
I actually have a special code for just your audience that they can give 50% off to my masterclasses, which I dive deep into the topic. But the value of the topic, you guys will come to understand as we go through this conversation, because I plan to give out a lot of amazing value to your audience to help them really stand out in the marketplace and attract those soul-aligned clients. I call them soul-aligned clients that are really awesome and wonderful to work with. Wow, awesome, awesome. So for those of you who are tuning in, stay all the way to the end because that gift will be for you, all right? Will be given to you and stay tuned for that, all right? Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, um, wow, it's, it's really interesting to know about, about your signature program and all, which we will be talking about it later on, especially how we can stand out from our competition as well because these days, it's full of the loads of uh, competition in the red ocean. So we want to we yeah. want to actually uh, you know get get into it later on as well. And I, I want to ask you right, you know, before we actually dive into the main focus of our interview, we want to get to know you a bit better. So can you tell us a little bit more about your backstory on how you became an entrepreneur and also at the same time coming into this niche where you are teaching people how to get their souls soul, soul aligned clients, clients aligned clients right yeah yeah thank you for the question if funny enough mm -hmm. i actually never thought about being an entrepreneur when i was growing up in fact oh. um yeah so growing up i was brought up by a very traditional amazing family but we were never, I didn't have any role model who were entrepreneurs or business owners around us. So it never came to my idea, to my mind that I would ever one day be an entrepreneur. I grew up by the so-called uh, traditional formula of success. I'm sure you or your audience have heard about it, which is, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, work hard in your job, save money and hope to retire by the age of 65. I'm sure many of you can relate to that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I subscribe to that like 110%. In fact, um, I would say I'm one of those people that stuck with it, like chewed up tea. Um, I was very timid, quite quite a yeah, very good girl um, going to okay. school and it's a bit nerdy, hardworking and <clears throat> study really hard. And I did really well in school. In fact, I was always a top student, A student. Um, I got six scholarships entering university, as well as I ranked first in the province for mathematics in Canada when I, where wow. I went to school. So first in the entire province for mathematics. So I worked really hard, uh, did really well in school and got into the school that, the university that I wanted to and graduated with a bachelor and master degree in engineering. So that was my beginning. I was not in business. I was not in marketing. I was not in entrepreneurship, nothing like that. I was in engineering. So fast forward in that job, where after I graduated, I worked a few years and then I transitioned into different companies and I did well. I would say that at a young age, I have uh, proceeded and went to a senior management position uh, making a great five-figure income and living a life that a lot of people look from the outside, looks pretty amazing. So, and I mm -hmm. thought I was like, okay, I stuck with it and I thought, okay, this looks great on my resume. Life looks good. However, I couldn't 
not notice that something is missing in my heart. I just felt that it wasn't something that I wanted to do. It was not something that resonated with me. I felt that deep in my heart, I meant for more freedom, more impact, more meaning, and just really feel like this life, we only live once and I have got to do something about it. I have to step out and try something that I feel like I can make more impact. So I don't know, I think a lot of your audience can probably relate to, and that is why um, you have to show. So I felt that, and I remember just looking out the window, I'm like, okay, this is not it. Like I felt so stressed out, so burned out. And just every Sunday night, I would feel like I'm dragging my feet that the next morning I have to go to work. So I felt like I need to do something. So fast forward a little bit, I was trying to figure out what is that thing. I wasn't sure what that thing was. Then in 2011, it was funny because I just moved to a brand new country because of family reason. I moved to um, uh, Singapore, where okay. uh, Singapore, and that's when I started. Okay, I'm gonna really reach, uh, do what I wanted to do, and start a business. So, looking at the situation, it wasn't really ideal because I was in a new country. I literally just moved to Singapore for two weeks. I had two phone number in my phone, no friends whatsoever. I have no entrepreneur experience. I also didn't have the money because back in 2009, 2010, um, if you still remember, there was a global financial crisis and I lost most of my hard-earned savings because I was just focusing on my work and pretty much neglecting what's going on around in the world and the economy. So I lost almost all my hard-earned savings. So at the time when I started my business, I really had no money, no experience, no branding, marketing, sales skills. I was in a new country with no friends, only two phone number in my phone. I, back then, social media was not such a big thing, so I didn't have any followers. I think I had less than 50 friends on my Facebook. Um, so really, there's no advantage whatsoever. So what I ended up doing was I was standing on the street, giving out flyers and doing surveys trying to get leads, trying to get potential clients to get my words out of what my business is all about. And as you can imagine, Singapore is hot all year round. Can you imagine yeah. standing on the street and then you're just giving out flyers and then you're sweating, and you're like sweat running down your shirt and then you're just trying to give out flying, trying to stop people on the street and say, hey, would you take a look at this? And it was very, very difficult to get any potential clients, I was rejected all over the place. And even when people um, sit down with me for me to really share with them what's, what's this opportunity all about, they were, my product and services, they were like, no, because like, I really was no good. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was rejected by my first 60 potential clients. So it was just no, 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 bang, bang, bang. Like it was really, really tough. So many nights I was out for a very long time and I would just come home feeling exhausted and very, feeling very defeated and I would cry myself to sleep and thinking, oh my God, like, is this ever going to work? Am I ever going to make this happen? Am I ever going to have, you know, that dream, that desire, that, that fulfillment and impact that I am here wanting to make, right? So it's just a lot of questioning myself. But fast forward, I decided that I really need to invest myself. I really need to learn. I really need to find a mentor and learn. So I tied myself into learning all that I can about marketing, branding, and selling, uh, communication, and 
um, all that and online marketing, right? That is very powerful. And I read more than 700 books in the last 10 years, invested in Whoa. tons of programs and courses, and just really want to compress that time and really learn because the best way to learn is to learn from someone who has already walked the walk instead of trying to figure everything out by yourself and make those error by yourself, right? So I decided right. to really compress the timeline and just dive right into learning. I was relentless in learning everything I can get my hands on to. Everybody who's willing to sit down with me that I can learn from them, ask them questions, say, hey, so how did you do that? How you become so successful? I was talking to people. Are you, do you have time that I can you know, buy you breakfast? Do you have time that I can buy you coffee? Can I sit with you? So true enough, in just a very compressed time frame, I was able to gradually start to build up my business. And within about 26 months, the business really took off and uh, it moved into a seven-figure business over the years and just been really phenomenal. And I would never, never, I mean, just hearing the story, I mean, you, I would have never imagined that is possible. But that's just one part of the story. The best part of the story is the amount of impact that I felt like I was able to now make in this world because I'm no longer trapped in the cubicle in the job that I wasn't passionate about. I had control over my time. I was doing something that I was like really passionate about that I love. And I was able to take that knowledge and I published a best-selling book. And I was invited to speak in more than so far 11 countries and train more than 40,000 entrepreneurs worldwide. And with that, I was also able to um, be recognized and win seven different international awards. And like you said, one of the most proud moments was last year, 2022, I won Women of Influence Top 50 Most Influential Women of the Year by Success yep. Magazine. That was like a huge pride and yet humbling moment for me. I'm like, seriously, just this girl had no money and no nothing with just a laptop and a dream and to be able to be become that, it was so amazing, such an amazing journey. And, and that is why I feel like entrepreneurship is such a beautiful vehicle for you to really find out who you are and find out how you can impact the world. And I also believe that business is a force for good because of right. my business, I was so far being able to donate and build three schools for underprivileged children around the world. And that's something that I want to, and would love to continue to do. And as I grow my business, I want to really be able to amplify that impact and not just impacting the entrepreneur, coaches, consultants, and service-based experts that I can help to coach, but also be able to help more children in the world to have a chance for education. So just being like, yeah, that is sort of my, my story, my backstory just to go with a dream and just going for it and learning and taking those actions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Uh, I can see a lot of this if we in, in terms of like, you know, learning, studying the people that you want to learn from that you, that are work, walking the walk, um, people like Oprah and so many other great women out there, uh, have also been through that and also have done what you've done before as well. And kudos to you, kudos to the 20-year-old Millie, 25-year-old Millie that kept working hard to make it to, to, to this date. And wow, it's simply amazing to hear that story of yours. And, uh, you know, I heard a lot about 
how you rose towards your success, right? What about failures? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? And how has that failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Yeah, I have a lot of failure, a lot of rejections, a lot of setbacks. Um, but one of the most dramatic one was the one, the story that I share with you. But not just about the story, but the, the part that I started with nothing in Singapore, started my journey right. and rejected, was being rejected 60 times on the street. And after that, I had no more phone number, have to go back to the street again to try to get leads. What I didn't realize was that at the time, I was really beating myself up. At the time, I was really feeling so defeated. I was feeling so hopeless, not knowing how to build my business, not knowing the next step. And yet, what I found later on was that as I became an international speaker, being invited to speak around the world, and I share my story, and all those little lessons that I've learned along the way, a lot of times I'm getting feedback and people send me a DM after my talk, people send me email after my talk. And the most amazing thing is that people was resonating. They told me that, oh my God, like your lesson is amazing. But what really, really touched my heart it was you sharing your story with me. It feels like that if you can do it, I can do it too. So what that lesson really taught me is that Sometimes we're so stuck sometimes. of the matter is, as we go through our entrepreneur journey and fight through it and walk through it and face it head on and just go, go all out in it, you'll find that your test will become your testimonials and your stories will become your glories to impact lots of lights around the world. So know that whatever happens in your own journey, in your life, in your experience, it was meant for something more, to prepare you for the greater that is to come, for you to put you in that position so that you can impact more lives and really be able to share your stories and your wisdom, what you've gone through. And that is what makes you special. That helps you to draw out the people who really resonate with you. So always remember that there's really no failure. There's only lesson in the entrepreneur journey. Right. So in fact, the faster you go through those so-called failure, the better, because then you're just collecting a lot of amazing lessons right, through the journey. So this is what I found. Oh, nice, nice. I agree with you that it's the test that you have to go through. And after that, once you overcame all this, you will be a testimonial and that will be a great testament for you and for your business as well. And, you know, just now you actually mentioned about books, right? You've read 700 plus books. So can you tell us like what, what are the one to three books that have greatly influenced your life so far? Okay. One of the classic I would say um, first one of the first book that I really resonated with me is Robert Kiyosaki's Cash Flow Quadrant. That is the oh. book that actually helped me to open up the idea. I'm sure you and a lot of audience have read it. It's really the first book that has helped me to open up the, my eyes. I'm like, okay, there's something called entrepreneurship. That's called business mm -hmm. owner, investor, and I should be more open to not just being in mind on that one. Um, another book that really that I love is uh, Tom Shoes, 
um, book um, that uh, escaped my the name of the book right now. But I do actually have a YouTube video on my YouTube. It's on the very top video that talks about the 10 books that I love and impacted my life. And I go into the details of each of the book. Um, the book that about uh, Tom's shoes, it's really what helped me to realize that I want to build a socially conscious business. I don't want to just build any kind of business. To me, the impact is a great element that I really want to kind of bake into my business. And that is the book that um, helped me to really crystallize and think, okay, this is this is really what I want. Yeah. So um, I encourage your audience to go dive into that YouTube video if you guys want to go further into it. It really is a great summary of the 10 books that impacted me the most. Awesome. So for those of you who are tuning in, do check out Millie's YouTube channel and you can actually get to see it in the caption below. You can get to watch a lot of amazing videos that she has curated over the past past few years. And uh, it's really amazing that she has, uh, you know, talked a lot about sales and also at the same time talked a lot about the books that she has read, especially that 10 books video that you should actually go and check out as well. And yeah. Millie, I just want to ask you, right, you know, you said that you have actually went through a ton of courses as well, and you must have met many mentors, right? So can you tell us what's the best piece of advice you have ever received from them? Yeah, I think the best advice are the ones that really resonate with you at the moment. And there's one advice that for my mentor, that for me, because maybe it's my personality, that really particularly stands out. And she said, aim for progression, not perfection. Aim for progression, right. not perfection. Because um, I'm really a self-proclaimed recovering perfectionist. I like my work to be perfect, which sometimes in a way, to be honest, is a, is a way, it, because of the perfectionist, sometimes it could really hinder the growth of entrepreneurs. I mean, do you know of anyone who has a half written book sitting somewhere on their laptop? Do you know of somebody who has a half finished course that is not yet published because they feel like it's not perfect. They feel like it's not yet the perfect way that can show shows to the world. And maybe that somebody who feel like they can go speak or go impact some lives and launch the program or the coaching because they feel like they are not quite there yet. So again, mm -hmm. is giving yourself the to just aim for the progression, but you don't need to be perfect. Just get your message out there because I believe everyone has a gift. And if you don't use your gift, you won't be, you'll be having all this amazing knowledge and journey inside of you and not being able to get your words out. So one of the things that I have to constantly remind myself is it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. Of course, it doesn't mean you do lousy work. But at the same time, it means yeah. that it is okay because whatever stage you are, you don't have to be the expert. You don't have to be a guru. There is somebody out there that can resonate with you and what the value that you can give to the world. So just aim for progression. Aim for getting better than your, who you were yesterday, not competing with others. And then you don't need to be perfect. So aim for progression, not perfection. That is something that I have to constantly remind myself as well. <laughs> yeah, I well, I love what you have mentioned over there. And that is aim for progression and not perfection. And I truly believe that a lot of people who are tuning in, they are 
actually always aiming for perfection because they want it to be so well done, so nice and nicely packaged for their causes or for their pack, for their services and, and their products and all. So it, it so that they can stand out in a sense, but you don't have, need to be perfect in order to stand out, right? Exactly. So, and sometimes it's the authenticity, right? You don't have to be so-called yeah. perfect or brushed up as well. You just be yourself, you know, be out there and really share what you have already. Aim for that progression. You're not competing with anyone. Just being yourself and go for it. Okay, cool, cool. And now to the main focus of our interview, which a lot of us are all dying for it, and that is, you know, standing out, right? I'm pretty sure a lot of times we always wonder, hey, how how does this person can make it so far and stand out as compared to the others? So, Millie, I would like to ask you, how can we actually stand out and be seen as the only choice for our ideal clients? Mm. So maybe let's have a discussion. When you okay. normally have an entrepreneur, what do they do to try to get clients? What do they do to try to get started? What are the common things that people do in the marketplace, right? To try to get clients. Right. Um, I, I believe they are always trying to use so social media with uh, even social proof. Like, hey, I'm with uh, probably... Um, Bill Gates, for example, hey, we are doing something together or I'm, I'm with Mark Cuban or, or some even like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they're always using ads in a sense, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, great. There's so many different things that people do to get clients. We'll go more into that as well. But you'll find that as no matter what your field is, there's always going to be some competition unless you're like right. Elon Musk which, you know, doing something completely different uh, for, with Tesla or, you know, Steve Jobs that came up with, you know, brilliant ideas for Apple. Otherwise, for most of us, we are, what we deliver uh, kind of services, it's not completely unique in the marketplace. There's somebody who's doing something similar in the marketplace. So you look left, you look right, right someone's doing the same similar things as you. So the question is, how can we effectively stand out in the marketplace and really be able to attract those so aligned clients to come work with us and create those effortless, effortless and authentic sales that really feel good. So there really comes down to three things, which are outlined in one of my frameworks, which I call monetize your gift framework. And if you look into it, imagine this framework is a triangle. So all of the audience imagine it's a triangle with three edges. And these okay. are the three pillars of this framework monetize your gift framework. And one of the first of pillar of the edge of the triangle is your positioning. The second one is your messaging. And the last one is your offers. So let me go into that a little bit. So again, is your positioning, your messaging and your offer. These three pieces, when you can nail them, you're going to start attracting those clients to you. And these are not just any kind of clients. These are amazing, so aligned clients who really want to work with you, who respect you and can't wait to come into your world and partner up and work with you. So let me go into right. each of this a little bit. So what is positioning? Positioning is really crafting out that space in the marketplace so that there is a, like you said, you, you mentioned a great word just, just now, red ocean, 
But when you yeah. craft out that space in the in in your particular market space, you're able to craft out that blue ocean from that red ocean, creating that particular space that people can remember you, crafting out that space that you unique. So that comes with a few elements. You want to ask yourself um, three questions. Question number one is, who are you here to serve? Who are you here to serve? Because if you can know exactly who that audience is, then you're able to really speak with them and you can stand out. For example, let me give you an idea so that it's not so broad. For example, if you want to become a life coach, right? You're doing life coaching. Right. And you said your audience is everybody. Then essentially, you are talking to everyone. When you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. Speak to everyone, speak to no one, because nothing's going to resonate. And nothing, no one is going to say, oh, are you talking to me? Because it's too broad. So it's really mm -hmm. come down to nailing that niche, um, because niches are the riches, and you want to niche down to amplify, niche down to scale up, right? niche down to scale up. Right. So if you are a life coach, and you serve everybody, essentially you're competing with, say, Tony Robbins. It's yeah. very, very difficult. But however, all of a sudden, if you say, okay, I am not just a life coach, I am a life coach, maybe you want to niche down to, okay, I'm a confidence coach. I am coaching about confidence, not just life in general, but confidence, you niche down. And maybe you mm -hmm. say, I want to work with women. I want to work with professional women who are over 40s, that just came out from a divorce, for example, then all of a sudden you are very clear. I want to work with professional women over 40 who just came out from a divorce so that they can increase the confidence level and be able to advance in a career. Then all of a sudden what? that women, professional women who is over 40 and just came out from a divorce and want to increase the confidence, you became the such an obvious choice, right? Between a life coach and a confidence coach that was so specific talking to that woman, she became the choice, right? So it's right. really down to how to nail your niche. Of course, um, in my program or my coaching, I go much more deep, deeper into that and help the, my audience to really find that space that they feel comfortable with. But then the first question is, who are you here to serve, right? So that's the first right. question. Then the second question is, what makes you different? What makes mm -hmm. you different? That is again a key question because if you look in a lot of the com competitive market, um, a lot of people look just about the same. So how are you right. different, right? And there's a very great uh, face that I, I loved. It's from, I think her name is Sally Hartet. She's a TED Talk speaker and a best-selling author. She said, uh, different is better than better. Different? Oh. It's better than better. So it needs probably a minute to sink in. But she said, better, different is better than better. That means instead of trying to be, I am better than the other coach. I am better than the other real estate agent. I'm better than the other financial advisor. Or I mm -hmm. am able to do it cheaper. I'm able to do it faster. How about you just be different? When you're right. different, then you really stand out. So it comes down to what is your secret source? What are you different, right? So uh, let me give you an example. I have a, a amazing client. She's a skin health coach, meaning that she helped women to um, 
treat the sensitive skin. When she first came to right. me, she was um, just a skin specialist. She, she, she treat all kinds of women. And we nailed down to she really wants to help women a certain age just for sensitive skin. And that helps her to stand out. And then we were looking into what makes her stand out, for example. And we find out that all this year she's trying to get clients, but there was no particular things that make her memorable. So as I was talking to her through our coaching, I find that, oh my God, you have such an amazing brand story. You have such an amazing story that people, your audience would resonate with. It turns out that when she was growing up, she has terrible breakout skin and she was constantly being bullied. People would call her name like, and she felt very, very defeated and her confidence level was so low. She was very timid, very shy, and feel like just kind of want to call up and not be noticed. So she, she wouldn't even make eye contact with people because she was so inconfident because of the skin issues. So what happened was throughout the year, she decided that she's going to change that. So she looked into all kinds of ways to try to treat her skin. She looks into all kinds of methods, pay method, expensive method, uh, chemicals that you can use, different products, different uh, beauty salon treatment, all those kind of things, and uh, went to doctors and all, all kinds of things. What it turns out was that she was eventually able to figure out and find out a way that she can treat her skin very organically, very effectively, and not using any expensive method. And then she was able to really cure and treat her own skin. And now when she goes out, women who just meet her are like, oh my God, your skin looks so beautiful and glowing. How did you do that? And now because we're able to identify certain pieces of her journey, we're able to make that front and center as her brand. So this is now becomes a brand story that she would tell when she go on speaking, go on stage. In fact, it's so amazing because of her own transformation. She became like a speaker. She was on stage. She was the main actress for like a musical. So it's really a very oh, transformative wow. experience for her. So we identified that piece of her story that becomes so powerful and sit so center in front in her, in her branding, right? That's one thing that makes her stand out. But you might be thinking, but I don't have such a transformative story. But sometimes it's not just that. Sometimes it's part of your your personality. Sometimes it's part of what you say. Sometimes how you look. And sometimes it's your core value. Sometimes it could be all of these other things. Again, this same lady that I just mentioned, as we go through our coaching, we also find out that there's pieces of her that makes her really memorable. For example, she's a mm. Asian lady, but she's married to a Caucasian, a, a, uh, a, a white a Caucasian guy. She was also mm -hmm. studying in Australia and she loves all those Chinese musical instruments, the wuzhen, the Chinese tea. She's mm -hmm. very into the Chinese culture. So actually okay. that makes her stand out. And then we structure her framework. It becomes sort of an East meet West organic and natural approach. So that is why the second part of really how to profile your niche, profile your positioning is really new down to what makes you different. What makes you stand out right so that's a big right. part of it and everybody has something that is different everybody because just being yourself being your unique authentic self you have something to offer and that makes you different um mm. it's the same thing when i go into my business coaching niche there's a lot of competition right there are not a lot of business coaches right. so how i craft out my own space 
it's also by niching down to my audience. I don't just coach everybody. If you're the person who are wanting to learn ads, I'm not the person for you. If you want to learn SEO, I'm not the person for you. If you want to know all the latest tricks in say, for example, LinkedIn, I'm not the person for you. I'm very specific into coaching coaches, consultants, and surface-based experts who are heart-centered, who want to impact the world and really find out how they can attract and land so align clients online without using fancy funnels, without using websites, without even if they have no big audience and not using paid ads. So it's really down to who I'm here to serve. And right. you know, as you know, there are lots of stories about me that I also share in my social media, that I also share on my website, you know, that makes me, in the eyes of my audience, I'm different. So again, it comes right. down to really crafting that. That's just the first pillar of the triangle. It's just mm-hmm. the positioning piece that makes you stand out. But that is a very core piece because if you don't have your niche really nailed down, you don't know how you're different to position yourself and be able to simply and powerfully show up online, then it's very hard to stand out and get attention in this very saturated social media online world. So that is just the first piece of the puzzle. It's like the foundational piece. Okay. Yeah. So so far so good. So far so good. So far so good. So that's just the first the first edge. The second edge is the really the messaging, and messaging is the way how you communicate and really be able to speak in a way that resonates with your ideal client, so that they would be connected to you, and so that such that you can attract those ready to buy and committed clients in your DMs for you to make very easy, effortless sales. Um, because your content is how your audience get to know you, right? I'm sure that right. you have mentioned just now about how a lot of people were posting online on social media. And I'm mm-hmm. probably sure that you've seen people who um, posting a lot on social media. Have you have you come across with entrepreneur who posts a lot on social media like three times a day, doing TikTok, doing YouTube, doing a lot of different things on social media, trying to get audience. Have you seen seen entrepreneurs doing that? Oh yeah, I have. I have seen quite a number of them, especially FAs or even um, coaches who actually does that. But there are definitely those who don't really post that much. But for those that post a lot, they'll usually post a lot of about their life or their business or their achievements, right? In a sense, from what I've noticed so far. Yeah. So there, the, the key thing is really to find out what message will resonate with your audience. For example, mm-hmm. I always say, if your messaging doesn't resonate with your audience, no amount of marketing matters. More marketing right. don't right. matter. Is the messaging, is it connecting with your audience? Because if you can nail that messaging down and really have that highly converting message and people could resonate with you, connect with you and want to make them want to reach out to you, that is how you can really expand your business. It's almost like it doesn't really matter if you if you put out 100 pieces of content that don't resonate and you rather do three pieces of content, one piece of content that really resonate, right? So I have clients right. who used to just keep going in a hamster wheel, putting out so much content, they feel really exhausted. And that was actually me as well. I used to put out so much content online, but yet it wasn't landing with my clients because I didn't nail my messaging piece. 
the moment I right. tune in and really start to nail my messaging, I start to really attract amazing clients in my DMs. And it's the same thing with my clients. I have some clients, and oh, in fact, I just got a message yesterday morning from one of my uh, coaching clients. She's a youth empowerment coach. Means that oh. she helps teenagers to go from unmotivated to motivated. And she's using her signature framework. And she's just so amazing. She's such an amazing coach. And truly a gift in this world. The moment we fine-tune her messaging, she messaged me yesterday um, that she just landed a 2K client and just got three leads from one post that we crafted about two, three days ago. So that is the oh. power of really nail down your messaging. And I can't um, really say how important that is because being able to craft the messaging that connects, it's how mm -hmm. you can really become stand out in the marketplace. People notice you much more. And how much you understand your ideal client is a direct proportional to how much money you make. So really get down to understanding intimately how you can help your ideal client, how, what will resonate with them, right? What are the pain points? Right. What are the frustrations? What are the deepest desire? And that would help you to really get that piece out. Now, I know that we, we, we're talking a lot, but I'm gonna just move faster on this part. The third part of it is really the last piece of the triangle is your yeah. offer, right? It's the offer. After you get positioning right, after you get the messaging right, the content is right, then how do you convert those browsers into your client, actual paid client? It really comes down to having that irresistible offer that speaks mm -hmm. to your ideal audience. And that is something that is secretly begging for that when they see an offer, they be like, oh my God, shut up and just take my money. Yeah, That is what you want them to do, right? So that is crafting right. that irresistible offers. And it's something that I um, I go much deeper into, um, into my framework in one of my masterclasses, which is the masterclass that I'm giving your audience for a special, special deal 50% off at the end of this, at the end of yep. the show. So that okay. would go much deeper into it. In fact, one of my students who gone into my masterclass, Irresistible uh, Offers Formula Masterclass, just one hour after he came out from the class, he was able to land a four-figure client just by making one tweak from one of the strategies that I share in that masterclass. We go much deeper into that. We nice. talk about the psychological triggers, uh, what mm -hmm. triggers your clients to make a move, how you can actually position to show the value of your offer. Because when the value is not clear, the price is always too high. True. When the value is not clear, the value is always too high. So I go much deeper um, into how to create irresistible offer in my masterclass irresistible offers formula. And also we'll talk about okay. pricing. We talk about how to increase value. We talk about how to find that irresistible offers that you have from what you already know. So we'll go much deeper into that in my masterclass. So we'll talk more about that towards the end of this uh, uh, interview. Okay, cool. Wow, sure. Well, amazing. I, I love your framework, the triangular framework that you have, positioning and even your messaging has to be on point. And speaking of which, uh, I'm just curious, right? You know, because I'm pretty sure that since you're not using ads, you're not using any of these funnels to or websites to actually get your clients, I suppose you're actually using social media and referrals to your business, right? In a sense, to, to get clients. We do use referrals, but referrals sometimes is a little more passive. So okay. um, 
we don't want to just count referrals because we want to be more proactive in our business. So we're using social mm -hmm. media uh, to build that okay. presence and build that positioning, messaging, and um, offering our irresistible offers in the world. Yes. Ah, okay, cool, cool. So, so for example, if let's say uh, I would like to come out the course, right? For example, okay, I would like to come out a, a podcasting course, right? So how can I craft it on social media that makes people want to actually come on board? Should I give it a free one first or should I give a, um, you know, like a, like what many people are doing, hey, come for the free masterclass and then I upsell from there or should I do something different from, from the rest that are doing? You could, you could give us something for free. It really comes down to what is your intention for doing that. Obviously, if you can right. give us something for free, right, then that means more of your audience base will be enticed to, okay, it's nothing to lose. Why don't I check him out? Right. That helps you draw a certain crowd that usually leads to a bigger um, audience that will come to check out your 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 course or your masterclass, whatever that is, the free offer that you have, which is a great way because for someone to really trust you, it is especially if you in the teaching space where you turn your knowledge into a business, you want to be able to demonstrate your expertise. So one way to do it is to yeah, give out those free offers, but you don't have to. Let me say that uh, you okay. don't have to. In fact, a lot of my my clients just go right to charging something that not like a super high ticket offer, something that is a low or medium offer that they put out there. But the key is, like I said, what I teach in my Irresistible Offers Formula Masterclass is really able to articulate that value that would attract and land and resonate with the client. You need to understand what is it exactly is that hot button that you need to push as well as what are those psychological triggers that you want to be able to articulate that value um, to showcase. Once you nail that, you can, you'll be able to make offers that is not free. You can still land clients that way, right? So it's something that I would highly recommend because that is one of the key pillars. In fact, I would say if you don't have an irresistible offer, it's very difficult to build a profitable business, okay? Because that right. the offer, your offer is what essentially turn browsers into pay clients. And if you have just a mediocre offer, you will always struggle. If you have an irresistible offer, that's how people are like, oh my God, I can't wait to have it. This is so exciting. Oh my God, this is it. How can I pay? And then this mm -hmm. is, it makes the difference between how you can land clients. So it's really crafting that irresistible offer. So yes, to answer your question, the short answer is yes, you can do it as a free offer so that people get into your world and have a taste of how your teaching style is and how you teach. But at the same time, it's not a must. You could also offer lower ticket offers that start to have people come into your world because people who pay are people who are more serious. People who pay. True. I mean, I'm sure that you're registered for free stuff that you never looked at. And that is why <laughs> I personally like yeah. to offer something that they have to pay something because then they're much more committed. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so that is why, yeah, you could do free, free, nothing wrong with it. Definitely. You can open up more doors, more people come to your world. Um, but if you offer something that they have to pay, chances that people will come in are really much more committed and really much more are your ideal client. So there are two sides of the, how you want to pick. It really depends on what your intention is. Okay. I understand. Got it. Well, thanks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to ask you, right. You know, Millie, what are the most common mistakes people make when they are trying to get clients since, you know, we were talking about it just now. 
Yeah. So I see that the most common mistakes that people make are like five of them. I would say probably more, but oh. I would I would say five are the most common ones that I see in the marketplace. Number one, I already kind of go into it is really a foundational piece because if you don't nail this, you will always have a hard time. And that is they don't properly position position themselves in the marketplace, right? If they don't position right. themselves properly in the marketplace, they will always have a hard time. Uh, so it's really finding, going back to the question, who are you here to serve? What makes you different? And what is your secret sauce? So these three questions, how you help you to nail down your niche. Of course, in my coaching, I go much more into that, help my clients to find their unique, authentic uh, space in the, in, the, in the space, in the, in the marketplace. That's number one. Um, the second mistake that I often see people do that is they're the best kept secret online. I have people oh. that I have seen on social media for so long that I actually never knew what business that they do and what kind of offers that they have. This is quite common okay. for a lot of entrepreneurs that they are not being visible and they are not really tapping into one of the most amazing gifts that we have in at a fingertip is leveraging the social media and not be a best kept secret, have that visibility because literally um, it comes down to again, how to position yourself and be known for what you want to make an impact literally people right. come on your social media people are busy you have 2.5 seconds or less to get their attention so how can you get that person that your ideal client to notice you and oh my god like like so glad they found you you're the person how can you stand out and be able to, to do that and and that part of it is being able to position yourself right being visually able to position yourself online as well as are you uh showing up are you showing up and letting people know what you have to offer how you can help them because essentially you can't help them if you are not taking them through the next step with you it is impossible for me to teach everything and share everything that i know in one hour it's impossible so again right. is that is is that are you being visible so that people know that what your brilliance is what your gift is right? so the second common mistake, like i said is people are being the best kept secret in the world right that makes it very hard to build a business if that is the case Number three that I see is a quite a often that I see is people don't know how to create and craft captivating and converting content. And this is, this is very essential because you could be, like I said, you could be putting out content three times a day on all the social media platform. But if you don't know how to make your content like captivating and converting, you could just be noise. They would not even notice you. Either that, right. you could have a lot of content that people like, you get lots of likes, you get lots of comments, but you don't convert clients. So it is very important that you are crafting the content that are captivating for your ideal client as well as able to convert clients. There's a huge difference in that. That is why when you know how to do that, you don't have to do so many pieces of content. I have my, um, one of my clients just asked me, Millie, do I have to put out so many pieces of content every single day on so many different platforms? Because she was with another business coach and the coach told her that, wow, you need to show up every day on your story. You need to do posts, you need to do live, you need to do all that. And I told her, mm -hmm. but the thing is she's a single mom. She don't have the time. Yeah. 
it's just not gonna work and then i told her well okay this is how some people might disagree but the way i like to think is is quality over quantity if you're able to really have pieces of content that speak with your ideal client that is much better in my opinion than you just constantly as a machine going on a hamster wheel putting out content that don't resonate because that's not going to do anything in my opinion so right. so that is why i think that one of the most important thing is really be able to nail your messaging i have a client that i work with she's a slimming coach the moment we nail her messaging she was able to land 16 high ticket clients and made 32,000 sales in just three weeks by two Whoa. pieces of content that she put out just two pieces of content now, i'm not saying that this is magic peel sometimes it take more than two pieces but in her case she was able to land 16 high ticket clients in with just two pieces of content so it's really learning the skills how to create that captivating and highly converting content that speak with the ideal clients that's key that's no, number three i know that i talked a lot okay and the no fourth mistake, the fourth mistake is that I see people they lower the price to try to land clients. I think that is uh, quite common that we see, right? Yeah. And yep, yep. I often tell my clients, no, 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 no. That's not what you do. Because by lowering your price, you lowering your price is not the good strategy to land the best clients. If your strategy mm -hmm. to land clients is to lower your price, you always be have someone else who's willing to undercut you to grab your client. Right. So lower price is not a great positioning. It's not a great marketing strategy. Like I said so many times already, if your value is not clear, you are always too expensive. So when you mm -hmm. don't know how to articulate that value, you will find that you are in a position to lower your price. So don't do that. Really learn how to create an irresistible offer. Really learn how to create those messaging that connects with your client. Then you don't have to run into a situation that you have to lower your price, right? And last right. but not least, the second, the last part of it is a lot of people come across desperate through the sales process. And that is a big mm -hmm. thing, right? <laughs> you're, yep. you're, you're smiling, so I'm sure you, you connect with that. A lot of people come yep. across really salesy and sleazy and achy in the sales process. And then that's not feeling good. I'm sure we have all sit in the receiving end of those very ishy, icky and pushy sales conversation. That doesn't feel good to us. And I'm sure that right. that's not what we want to do. So um, I the, there's something called soulful selling that I do. It's a really mm -hmm. authentic way to kind of guide you and lead you and empower your potential clients to want to work with you essentially they sell themselves into working with you because you're really empowering them to make that decision not from a place of scarcity or threat or fear but really empower them to making that decision from a place of from a place of empowerment so it's soulful selling so so like once again these are the five common mistakes that i see people do they don't know how to position themselves they're uh, lowering the price they are yeah going through that very icky sales process. They don't know how to create um, offers or uh, the messaging that connects with the client. So that is the mm -hmm. five most common mistakes I see people do in the marketplace okay. where they kind of land clients, so it's per se. Okay, I understand. Oh, interesting. And especially, I, I totally agree with you on that, especially just now when you said, I was smiling when you, when you said that, oh, people are 
reducing their prices so that they can you know get their clients which we saw a lot of times not just in coaching world or even even products like you know they have a one for one offer uh uh yeah actual price retail price is supposed to be 199 and then now it's going to be 99 dollars or something like that so all this kind of thing does attract a, in in the short term right but then for long term longer game I'm pretty sure it's going to wear out because not many people would want this service or product for the, for this time of the year or for next year or for whatsoever, in a sense, yeah. right? So unless that is a marketing strategy that you're trying to get someone in the door as a mm -hmm. low risk offer, low ticket offers to get them into your world so they experience your brilliance, it is part of the marketing strategy, then that is okay to do. Otherwise, don't go into the mindset of low i need to lower my price i need to lower your price right to try to get clients because people can smell your desperation right if you right. come from a place of your your mindset is abundant you know that there is always the next client that is about to come you work on your right. mindset you know that you have value to offer and you can truly help people and you you give out from a place of abundance instead of scarcity it's a totally different vibe and people people can feel it yeah, understand. So, so for those of you who are tuning in right now, make sure that you know you don't lower your price just for the sake of it. And of course, uh, I'm also want to want to ask you this question as well before we go to our last question of the day, because I, I find that you know being able to post on social media is something that you know we can actually build attraction, quality leads in in a sense, right? So yeah. if let's say we are going to post something on social media, right? Are we able to post just snippets of what we are going to teach? And then after that, ask them to go and follow uh, probably the course and masterclass for the, for, for the uh, full um, component, full structure, full fundamentals of what you're going to teach. Something, something along those ways. Uh, is that what we are yeah, supposed to do in the same absolutely so there are different types of contents that you need to create in your business if you're just creating one type of content you will not get the type of clients that you want so i go we right. don't have the time for it to go much deeper. i have so much to say in all of this topic but yeah. you see i can't teach and share everything in one hour but there are there are different types of contents that you need to be creating in your business if you really want to create the authentic self effortless self so what you just mentioned is, can I take snippets of my masterclass to share? Yes, but that's just one type of content. That's one type of right. content. But there are a few other types of content that you must have in your entire content strategy so that you can create it for yourself. So yeah, just that. Absolutely, okay. you can do that. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, wow. Thanks a lot for all this. Um, golden nuggets that you've mentioned earlier on. We really enjoyed it, really love it. and. Millie, final question for this interview, and that is, imagine this. You suddenly lose everything, your money, your reputation, your assets. What would you do from day one to day 30 to save yourself? So that means um, no social media following, no network whatsoever, no money whatsoever, correct? So that means like your reputation used to be top 50 women but then something <laughs> happened pop you your 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 reputation got smeared 
for example, okay, right. and your your money, your assets are no longer available. Probably even you are bankrupt in a sense. Uh, so how would okay. you restart your journey again? Okay, that's very sad, but yes, I'll answer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. My bad. So, so, it's a very sad really? question. I know. So sad. It makes me sad. Okay. So okay. <laughs> I guess the question is then. Think about it. if I don't have money, I don't have network. I don't have anything. The only thing that no one can ever take away from you is your knowledge. Is what you yep. have in your head. So that is why I would absolutely tap into my zone of genius, which is my coaching ability and teach you how to. Land clients. That is my knowledge, and that is why I always say invest in your knowledge. Get a coach, get a mentor, learn because no one can ever take away your knowledge. So what I would do is just I would package my knowledge into an offer, particularly a high ticket offer, because you said I need to survive in 30 days. So I'm packaging a high ticket <laughs> offer, and then okay. I would actually position myself. I can start from scratch. I know exactly how to do that. Start from scratch and go into social media. And tap into someone else's audience, and I would share my brilliance because I have all these skills that I've accumulated over the years and experience that I can share and position me as an expert immediately. And then from there on, because I have a high converting, um, it actually goes back to everything we just shared today. Pretty much the right, the positioning, right. the messaging, and then the irresistible offers. Then I'll be able to exactly, I know that, that I'll be able to land clients within a short period of time because of the value I'm able to offer, the way I can articulate my value. It has nothing to do with, like I said at the beginning, right? That's exactly what I teach coaches, consultants, and service-based experts do. Even if they don't have a big audience, even if they don't use pay apps, even if they have no funnels, no no website, right? That's exact, exactly what you just asked. So that's exactly what I teach. So I do exactly that. Create okay. a highly converting offer that is irresistible. I will position myself online as well as create some content and leverage on other people's audience so that I can sell out my offer. And I know that just within 30 days, I'll be able to land clients and start my business going that way. Nice. So, yeah, it's something that I do outline in one of my masterclasses as well. If your audience is interested to check it out, it's, it's on my website somewhere. I think it's called a 10k client formula i actually outlined the entire process of how you can go from zero just leveraging on your knowledge and create a 10k create 10k months in less than 90 days without website without following without funnel without using pay apps that's what i aligned in in one of my master classes okay wow nice nice okay well thank you so much for all the amazing tips and secrets that you have shared with us the fundamentals the pillars of of creating great content on social media and how to stand out from the competition as well really appreciate you Millie. and um how can my audience find you on social media thank you so the best way i'm most active on facebook so go check me out okay. on facebook and look for my name it should come out if not then it's Millie Le uh facebook.com forward slash the millilian i think and okay. that's my social otherwise you can just go to my website millilian.com and i think mm -hmm. my icons are there as well and my free gifts are on there i have a free pdf guide that will teach you how to seven different free ways for you to land three clients this week as well as i mentioned earlier okay. that i got a free gift for your yep. audience 
the 50% mm -hmm. off for your audience uh, for both of my masterclasses that I mentioned, the Irresistible Offers Formula Masterclass, as well as the 10K Client Formula Masterclass, essentially took you from zero to 10K months in less than 90 days with no website, no following, no, no funnel and everything. That one's 10K Client Formula. It's on my website. So if you just put in the, uh, at, during the checkout, you put in the code Regacy, which is the name of the okay. show, they'll get okay. a special 50% off um, the, the courses, the, these two courses that are, is on my website. So go to my website, okay. melilian.com, and you should see it. Okay, cool, cool. Wow, awesome. Wow. Thank you so much once again for being so generous and, you know, offering such great gifts for our audience. So for those of you, don't forget to actually go and check out with the code Regacy and you will definitely be inspired and not just be inspired, but be able to achieve some of your goals in 2023 for this year. Well, with that, I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the Regacy Show and stay tuned for more because we're going to have a lot of amazing guests coming on to the podcast as well. All right. With that, have a great weekend and see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thank you, Rayson. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Regacy Show. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has brought you to an epiphany where you realize that this is where you want to go and this is what you want to do. So I hope you will continue to support and also at the same time, like, comment and share this episode out to your people, to your family, your friends. And not forgetting that we have just created a Telegram group. It's called the Regacy Show Family. So you can go and check it out and let us know how you find this group is serving you. Alright, so with that, I would like to thank you once again. See you and stay tuned for another episode of The Regacy Show. Bye.